0: They're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio. And now, those two guys Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. Yeah, the two amigos are back at it again. Hey, Maury. Hey, Tim. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Uh, good. I, I want to get right down to business because we had a Super Bowl bet and you won. Yeah. And I said we should go to the fireplace and celebrate lunch. Let's do that. Um, And, and I said if any listeners want to join us that day, I will buy each listener that shows up a French fry. So if you would be interested, I want to shoot for March
1: 11th. Okay, Can you know, you know who, check
0: your calendar and see if that works.
1: Yes, I would love to invite my good friend Stu Malloy from Oh, G- you should. Yes, sorry. Okay,
0: now we're up to three.
1: March eleventh. Yeah. Okay. At
0: the fireplace, and I'm thinking high noon. All right, we is that a Wednesday? It, it is a Wednesday.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking because um, uh, Wednesdays is and I'm I, not
0: buying Stu's lunch.
1: I have to go in. I'm just saying that on record right now. I have to go weigh in on my little diet thing at like noon. Oh, this so, is going
0: to be even cheaper. So
1: how about after that? After that, I'll weigh in, and then I'll come and I'll just eat like I haven't eaten in like a month. So and, and we'll uh, have drinks and stuff too.
0: Okay, so you saying then you can't do no, it? No, I will. Or we have I can later in the day, but it would be
1: like maybe like twelve thirty ish. Oh, yeah. that works. But sure, in the we can pull hour. that off. Okay, good.
0: And you go and you have to weigh in. Yeah. And they tell you you've lost all this weight, <laughs> right? And you say, all right, well, I'll show you how to put exactly. it back on. Exactly, I know. Yeah. And then we'll have lunch.
1: I've done that. I've been on uh, because I've always been the husky boy all my life, so mm-hmm. I've always. I've always dealt with diets and that would be that's a that's a go-to thing with me that I would go way in. You did fantastic and then 20 minutes later I'm downing a dozen donuts <laughs> in my car with tears streaming down my so face. So
0: you're doing the ideal thing and that is uh, it's like once you get going on it then you it's no problem but it's that right. initial.
1: The key is you have to stay on the program because it's all Measured out, and the whole thing is to get you in ketosis. You know, because mm-hmm. when you're in right. ketosis, that's when you start losing weight. Right. But if you screw it up by eating like sugar or having a drink or stuff, then it kind of it reboots everything. And you have to you have to wait it out for. You a have couple to beat days. your body back down. Exactly, exactly. Oh, Why does a, it have a, to be so complicated? I know it's a, it's know? a crazy thing as we get older. I, I've been having troubles—not troubles, but I've noticed like at nighttime. I've uh, had troubles driving, so I decided to go to get my eyes checked. And? And I needed new glasses, too. That was the whole thing. I wanted to get new glasses because I'm not a good glass wearer. I didn't have them when I was a little kid, so my glasses are kind of scratched up. I don't take care of them like should I should.
0: You should get LASIK surgery. I, I You know what? I'm past, I am I think it. I'm
1: past LASIK surgery. No. Because I, because I didn't have—okay, I'll look into Put that. Put your
0: head down on the table. I've got this <laughs> butter knife.
1: So, anyways, I got my eyes checked, and uh, of course, they said it looks like you have some cataracts starting. And then they randomly called me uh, a couple days later and said they wanted to check something on my retina because I could get a detached retina. Wow! And uh, you yeah. were just falling apart. I know that's what happens. Apparently, that's what happens as you get older in the sixties.
0: We better uh, record some more podcasts so we have a few stashed. Well, you know, and just I, in case. I think
1: about it. I hear about the people that live to like, like Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Yeah, 103, 103. 4, whatever it was. I, I, I can't believe that the last 20 years of his life were fantastic. You know no, what I mean? no, no. He had a stroke, I think, yep. in there too. But you know, people say, oh, I want to 100. I no, live to 100. I don't think you do want to live to 100. I
0: don't. I don't. I want to live as long as I'm functional. Right. My old saying I used to say was I want to live, live long enough to be a burden to my children. If I can go back do things that I like to do, I want to be around. If I right. can't, if I'm sitting there looking at it all happening outside, no, that's just not. Of course, I do a lot of things, you know, writing and things like that that you can do, you know, sitting. So I guess I could be happy that way, but. No, I want to travel. I want to go places.
1: Me too. Yeah, let's go. All right, where do you want to go? Anywhere you want. <laughs> where haven't you been that you want to? I would love to go to Europe. I've never been to Europe. Have you? You've? Oh yeah. Yeah, a that's couple right. Times. You just went to Ireland. Like just a went while to Ireland ago. and
0: Scotland. Um, I've been to Norway twice with my Norwegian wife. And uh, years does she in...
1: love when you call her your Norwegian wife?
0: Ah. Uh, She's very, I mean, she's very ethnically proud. Uh-huh. So it's not like I'm doing anything she isn't doing anyway. She sings in the Norwegian Ladies Chorus of Seattle. She belongs to Norwegian Commercial Club in the Norwegian American Chamber of Commerce. Uh, she's worked for the, uh, the, the museum that's down there. I mean, she's been
1: involved with all kinds of Here, things. Just-
0: she took Norwegian in high school at Ballard High School. And her mom is Norwegian.
1: I don't, okay. I don't remember them teaching Norwegian at my high school.
0: No, well, this oh. is Ballard. So. Here, I just
1: made a joke up for you. Okay. Okay, because you're the big joke writer. Right. Do you know, what a, you know what's on an excited Norwegian boy? No. Norwegian, Norwegian would. Wood. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't that good?
0: Yeah, I'm, I bet you that is the first time that joke has ever been done.
1: Now that's very hurtful. <laughs> I'm, I feel so- Just stomp on so my heart. Horrible. So horrible. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you've never been to Europe at all. No, I where, never have. Where would you want to go? Where's first stop? Well,
1: so I was on a, uh, I think I told you this, I went on a cruise and I met this couple from England and their son would appear, come on my radio show on mm-hmm. Saturdays and stuff. And they live in Cornwall, England, which is like oh, on the coast of England. That'd be and, nice. Uh, I would love to go check that out there.
0: I got to tell you, when you get over there, it, it, it is surreal. You realize that you're not just, I mean, it's like a Disneyland. You go there and they have New Orleans Square and stuff, and you're looking at a replica. This is the real thing. The deal, huh? And it's green, and it's quiet, and the people are nice. And and I know every country has their problems and stuff, but uh, Scotland, which is where my dad was, uh, the castles and the rolling fields and all that, it's just amazing. And the distilleries, what's not to love? So no, it was great in Ireland just as much. Uh, the history they have over there, things, you know, six, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred years old. Yeah,
1: it's amazing. And they're all haunted, probably too. They are, fossils. yeah.
0: And and several of them felt, followed me on the way back. Yeah, and- I bet.
1: My problem was as far as traveling goes. For the longest time, I couldn't. I could only travel for like an hour or so on a plane because of I would get claustrophobic. Well, that's right. So, but I've kind of worked my way through that. So I think I'm good to go. I'm ready to go. So, anyways, I'm heading down to Arizona a couple weeks to go to spring training for. No, will uh, you get all drugged for up for that? Days. I don't think I have to anymore. No, oh, good. I, I didn't That's ride. Good. I didn't ride elevators. I wasn't comfortable riding elevators, and I and I wasn't comfortable flying for the longest time. Being on the
0: thirteenth floor, I, I know bet it, you got over exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> well,
1: what happened was a couple of years ago, I got caught in the elevator, and that kind of changed oh. everything. So now I'm, uh, I'm good.
0: You said you've got a friend coming by.
1: Yes, Jamie Kalachecki is her name. She is. What's that last name again? Kalachecki. I think Kalacheki. it's so fantastic. Um, but she uh, is one of the general managers at the Galaxy Theater in Monroe, is, who's been a sponsor of Mori the Movie Guy for over ten years. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they do a lot of stuff. That's cool out there. You know, I'll tell you
0: my my little suggestion for you for doing their commercials. And yes, tell them this. Yeah, is it's the Galaxy Theaters, but they spell it T R E S. So if you Google Galaxy Theaters, you don't necessarily get them. Sometimes you get something else, and, and I had that happen to me.
1: All I have to say about that is mind your own goddamn business. <laughs> <laughs> it took me forever to even figure out how to spell theater, so um, okay, that's yeah, what that it's
0: means. Yeah, R-E-S, but it did come up right away, so I'm not going to worry about it. What's playing? Your
1: client. What's playing there?
0: Uh, they got Sonic the Hedgehog, Call of the Wild, Harley Quinn. That's not doing too well.
1: You know, Sonic is... Sonic it, killed it. it. I know, number it's, to, one. it's totally killing it. I told and, you, it would be cute. We all made fun of it.
0: Well, I, I figured it would do well with the kids yeah. and the video game crowd, but, I mean, you know, it's just like all the other things that come and go, you know. The Minions came out and all of a sudden they're just, Stupid. whatever, it keeps coming, keeps
1: coming. I'm glad, and then they, I'm glad I didn't have little kids that I would have to go see that I'm glad stuff.
0: Smurfs came out and left. It was, oh. you know, they did that. I
1: was all over the TV show. I used to. I found myself watching the Smurfs, and I would look around, and there'd I'd be by myself. There'd be no kids. I would, hate Maury. Yeah, I know. <laughs> da 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 da. Um, Maury Smurf. Thundercats, remember that Thundercats? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. that was a big. I was. A big I was. Fan I of mean,
0: that's that's when my kids are. I guess I don't know with Thundercats. Yeah, that what, was. How old were you when they were
1: on? That was no, that was my kids. That yeah, was okay, in, that see. was in the eighties. That's what I was wondering. My kids, me. We've already been through this. Yeah, Beanie and Cecil back in those days and stuff like that. And the Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yep. and
0: and the uncut Warner Brothers back when you know someone would shoot someone in the face with a gun and their yeah. face would be all black. Now they cut. They don't show that anymore. They don't.
1: Nope. Well, how do they show? Violent. How do they show Road Runner uh, cartoons?
0: Very carefully, huh? No, that's no. If you watch, I mean, that's the biggest jolt is if you haven't paid any attention, and you look at what they're showing now of those old cartoons, they are just sliced. Oh, huh. I, so I haven't. I haven't ba- I haven't been
1: paying yeah. attention.
0: And they, you know, back in the, some of those old ones, I mean, some of the old Bugs Bunny ones, they were, uh, you know, racist, yeah, and all kinds of things. So. Uh, Yeah, they just don't. Well, the
1: whole uh, Disney Song of the South, remember that?
0: I still want to get a copy of that, not for any other reason than it's like a forbidden fruit. I remember it being a great movie, but now you can't do that, you know? Right. It just does boggle the mind when you think back on an industry that when you needed actors that instead of hiring an Asian actor or a black actor— That you hired white people and either pulled their eyes back or colored their skin.
1: That's how messed up the the world was. That's,
0: that's, I mean, it's kind of hard to believe, but that's within
1: just beyond our lifetimes. Yeah. It was, and that was, and that was normal. Accepted. Yeah. It was no big deal.
0: I think I've told you this before, and stop me if I have. I work for an advertising agency here in town, and the guy wanted to do a skit. Does that sound familiar? No. We did an annual Christmas uh, video. And I came up with this idea, and no, he didn't like that idea. He wanted to do this. And what he wanted to do was recreate a setting as if they're in Africa. And it would be him when he was a little boy. So they would get a child actor because he had been raised in Africa. And then he would be talking to an African tribesman or something. And they didn't have anyone black that they knew, so they actually wanted to take... Someone and have them blackface their face and then record this and then send it out to all the clients. When was this? Uh, this is within 15 years. Huh. <laughs> I would even say it was about 12 years ago. And it's like, what? Really? No, I said, stop, time out. Yeah. No way. And I had to really argue and stand my ground. But he, he did not see anything wrong with that. I should have let him do it. Yeah. You know, and just said, oh, well.
1: Yeah, good I'm moving to, on. Good luck to you, buddy. Yeah,
0: I just can't even imagine in this day and age how that someone could think of that being okay.
1: There's a movie out there, and it's a kind of a docu drama movie called CSA. God, I wish I could remember the last name of it. But the gist of it is, it's the history of the United States as if uh, the South won world or won the Civil oh, War. Oh, okay. It's, it's out on Netflix. I've I've seen it like I saw it in the movie theater. I've seen it like four or five times, and. It's a TV station and they're showing this documentary, but then they'll have like commercials and they're just totally insane racist commercials, you know. Whoa. about different restaurants uh, that that were around and stuff. And then at the very end, they show every commercial that they ran were real commercials from real businesses that were around in the day. like like uh, oh like Sambo's. Remember Sambo's? Oh, yeah restaurant yeah. and and there was a place in the Seattle area called Coon Chicken Inn. And it was a popular restaurant back in those oh days. Oh, my God. And so it's called CSA. I'll, I'll try to find it if you Google CSA. Um, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. It's very fascinating.
0: Okay. I got a question for you, and I'll ask for an opinion. So last week, uh, it was 6 in the morning or something like that, I was going through all the news sources I go through, and I came across the New York Post, and they had a picture of uh, Yasmin Bleeth or whatever her name was from Baywatch. Yeah. Back in her Baywatch days, and a picture of her now. And basically, she's just um, huge, sweats, and just whatever. And I was going, Oh, that's too bad. That's a shame. You know, it's a, sorry to see that. But I found it just interesting, not like, eh, uh-huh, licking her. I just, I just like, Wow, that's something. So I posted it on Facebook. And. Several people that I know just came unglued. How could you put that out there? And I said, well, frankly, I got it from another source, but I took down the post because I thought it was interesting. I, But I wasn't trying to – but I heard the, the, the phrase fat shaming came up. Hmm. And everything else, it's like, okay, well.
1: Should we have her – should we do this? Oh, yeah, you got somebody day. here. Yeah. Oh, well, sure.
0: Here we are.
1: So we're we Hello. record a podcast, God, and that's what we're going to be doing right now oh, with you. Yeah. you and this this oh, is Jim Hunter. This is Jamie Jamie Kalachecki.
2: As long as I don't get towed from the bank parking. Oh no! Oh, Apparently, we have... all of our cars are compacts now. If you don't want to get the door open. Oh. <laughs> Does my breathing get in there? Oh uh, sure, yeah,
0: if you want it to, just go heavy. <laughs> it's good. So you have a guest, you somebody yes. just walked in.
1: Yes, um the Galaxy Theater Monroe, my movie theater. They've yeah. been with Maury the movie guy, the character I play on the radio for over 10 years. Jamie Kulachecki joins us. Hello. Thank you. She so she is the assistant general manager, Jamie? I am. I am. And and she runs Can you hear? Her? Okay. I can hear. Her. Okay, perfect. And <laughs> what? she uh she, they have so many different events and things. Uh, that they do there, and um, I wanted her to come in and just kind of chat. She's also totally into movies and uh, all that kind of stuff. Well,
0: you're our yeah. first live in studio guest. We've <gasps> only Such had one other guest on this podcast. That's right, and that was your radio- officer Mark Brinkman. Okay, well, you're yeah. the so second live guest no we've Murray. had. Yeah, I was thinking of the disc jockey that you used. to- Oh,
1: a Burl Bear. Burl Boss Bear. Burl Bear. But he was on the phone. He was on the phone. And the officer was. He was live. here. So he you're the live. second live guest so we've Jamie.
2: had. Hey, I always like to be live. Yeah. Good.
0: That's a good thing.
1: <laughs> so there's a few things I would like to ask sure. Jamie that I've always wanted to, but you know, we're always like doing stuff, and there's always somebody yelling. There's at always her some event to fix the popcorn something. machine. Right. So what are your um what are your favorite movies?
2: Um, I like weird stuff something that's different something that I've never seen before Um, that's always something that I really like I really liked um, this last year um, Midsommar was really bizarre and strange and, oh, that's um, the uh, it was that horror movie? Yeah, Norwegian where like, one yeah. or Swedish one? And yeah. it was really interesting because the whole thing was in daylight. So, like normally in daylight in a horror movie, you're like, "Oh, we're safe. Like nothing's gonna happen until it all goes dark." There was no safety but in it was this good, one. Though, huh? It was good. It was that's so weird. That, and
1: that's on one of those. It's on Netflix or Prime oh, or one of those. Oh, i mean Yeah, it's and, on Prime.
2: Um, I really liked John Wick this last year as well. um Normally, it's really hard to have animals in film. And so a lot of movies lately, especially, you know, like Dr. Doolittle. I mean, I don't want to talk badly about CGI, but like Call of the Wild. No, Dr. let's talk Dolittle, about him. Because we talked about this last um, week. Yeah. That's what it, he was talking it, about. when It hurts. When it you, hurts the film. When you it talked really about does.
1: Call of the Wild, that one day I was chatting yeah, with you. yeah. We came back and recorded something, and he said the exact same thing about it. That made me not away, want to see it. It
2: takes away the emotional weight because you you know watching the film that it's not a real animal, so you have no emotional connection to the story. Well,
1: and what else
0: was that uh, Harrison Ford was doing the talk shows and saying that it yeah. was a CG dog. So yeah. it's like, look for this yeah. so you don't oh, get you attached. Oh, you don't have to look hard. I know.
2: The joints are always really hard when you do animation. Um, the hair, that kind of stuff. The, the weight, there's no... Um, like physical weight to it if it's if it's not impeccable the animation Lion king um, uh, yeah i mean lord of the rings um back in the day like they spent a lot of time and a lot of money on the cgi in those movies and it was something that was really important to them like right. for the f- objects to have weight mm-hmm. and so it holds up over time it like does. you can see you know certain things that are more sophisticated now with cgi but um, that was one of the reasons I really appreciated John Wick. They had real horses, they had real dogs, they had um, you know all the different ways that you can use animals in a film, and they did it really well. And um, so it's like you um, you move through an action scene, you move through a, like a humorous section in that in that film, and um, and it works because you have an emotional connection to to the scene.
1: I'm embarrassed to say I've never seen a John Wick film before. Really? Yeah.
2: Um. The first one's a little rough if you're a dog lover, but um oh, I wish you wouldn't
1: so now I will not <laughs> It's the first two minutes. Okay. It's the again. first two minutes. Right.
2: But then the rest of the of the movies are just fantastic. Huh. It's um and I love Keanu Reeves. I'm really excited. We talked about it. I'm really excited for Bill and Ted this summer. Mm-hmm. Um we're gonna do some something fun with that one. Good. Um, I love them. And um Alex Winters is back. You gotta love when like the original actors come right. back
1: for I sequel. saw I actually made a point about Two months ago to watch both of them one weekend. Yeah, and they're still fantastic. Yeah. They hold up. Yeah. They're yeah. still really good. Yeah,
2: they're just having a good time, and it's like they had such a good camaraderie, and and that stuck with them after the movies were over. They've been, you know, friends for decades, and and that's something that I think is. Um, Also, like in this day and age when everybody knows everything about all of these actors and actresses, um, like when you got a good on, you know, like it shows because people want to work with them again and um, they maintain relationships after a film is over. Um, I saw a really cool documentary that Keanu Reeves hosted that was about um, like the history of film and that's that transition from um, like, uh, you know, physical film to digital and um you know the pros and cons of each directors like chris nolan and um and some other directors that like refuse to do Mm -hmm. anything that is not on physical film quentin tarantino is the same yeah and um and then ones that like kind of push the envelope for digital film which you know george lucas was the front runner um and that was why that first episode one of star wars was the very first movie that was fully digital and you know, some of it doesn't hold up very well because it was the first time they were doing it. But then, because he did that, you know, everything that comes afterwards can has to kind of give a nod to that because you know he showed that it could be done. Right. Um, and so yeah, Keanu Reeves was interviewing a bunch of like old directors and actors that he had worked with during those um, kind of years, and he could, you know, he was like kind of placing himself in those different areas where, um, like. I was working on this film when it switched over. I was working on this show when this did this. And, um, you know, you could still see those relationships and that he he has those people to pull on because he was a good guy.
0: From the theater person's perspective, Mm -hmm. what's been the biggest movie of this year and what's been the biggest disappointment?
2: Um... For 2019, yeah, because I'm still brand new into 2020. We don't have we haven't had a lot of big oh, movies yet for yeah. 2020. Yeah,
0: I wanted both actually, but I I'm getting both. greedy. I can both. do both. Yeah. Um,
2: so last year, obviously, Avengers was like the um, heavy hitter, yeah. and um, we had it in the theater for months, and. Um, you know, the those first big weekends were just insane. Like literally, all of us were working. How many screens? Full hours. How many
1: screens do you have? Those I
2: on? we have twelve in Monroe. I was playing. I was there was one day in particular where I was playing on seven of those screens. Oh my screens. gosh! And. Um, you know, we want to give people access to different times that they can come in. We don't want any of them to fill up really big. And movies really don't sell that way anymore. People don't want to go to like a big full theater. Mm-hmm. We actually usually cut it off at about 85%. Oh, really? Um, and consider that wow. sold out. I because, did not know that. Yeah, because people don't want to like nudge yeah. up next or to or each sit other. Sit up in the front row yeah, exactly. stare straight I I had. Especially b- for three and a half hours. Yeah. When my kids
1: were little. I went to go see The Lion King on a Saturday at 2 o'clock at a movie theater in Renton and literally said to somebody, I was here an hour before it started. I'm sitting in the aisle seat. I'm not scooting down for you. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then they took me out in handcuffs. But it was all... No, they didn't. They didn't take me out in handcuffs. So, yeah. that. So, okay. So, anyway. So, the... the that was a big hitter. Um,
2: okay. There were a couple that we expected to do better that... Um, They were here and gone. Um, If a movie has gone in a week, you know we didn't sell anything to it. Uh Um, And, I mean, that's always kind of my recommendation to people. Like, if you can, if you have the time, if it's a movie that's important to you, to go see i would go and see it in the first week that it's out one because you never know how long they're going to stick around mm-hmm. and two because that also shows the studios really honestly that first weekend of numbers is the only number that matters is that for consistent
1: a movie. across the united states I yeah. mean, there's some a, that's
2: consistent across the world
1: so are there some movies that they bomb here but they do really well other Oh, absolutely yeah. yeah
2: um i don't remember which one it was um trying to think of it off the top of my head but i mean honestly that's why um china has such a huge um hold on the movie industry right now actually is because if a movie flops in the u.s but it does well in china they're still going to make their budget back yeah and um that's
0: where mulan is getting scary because they've closed i don't know how many thousands of theaters over there
2: yeah yeah it's going to be interesting and um, I mean, AMC is owned by China. Um, oh, They're I the know biggest. That. Yeah, they're. That the, must, oh, that's the C. It was, a, it was a recent acquisition in the last couple of years, but like they've been buying up more and more movie theaters, and they're now the largest holder of movie theaters in the United States. Is China?
0: I am learning so much. Is here. Is that why?
1: Do you think that's why? And I can't even believe this is coming out of my mouth. but I can. Parasite won the best Oscar.
2: No, that was Korea.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Okay. What did you think of that? What, I, I have a chance to see it. I really, the really want to. <laughs> Again, um, it's movie. The more, more the movie guy, just a character I play <laughs> on the radio. Go right? ahead. I'm sorry. Uh,
2: no, no, no. You're fine. Um, yeah. So I really wanted to see Parasite, but we only brought it in for one week when we did a special where we had all of the best movie nominees, um, best picture nominees for a week. But, you know, because there were so many nominees, we only played them each like twice and I was working both times. Oh. We played Parasite. So I have to wait for that one. But I really wanted to see that one. And again, because it's a little bit different. It's a little bit weird. Like, I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, Yeah, there were quite a few last year that I expected to do better. Um, But then they also kind of hit at weird times. Like um, Ugly Dolls was a little cute animation movie where um, it was, um, you know, sort of like defect dolls like they Mm -hmm. had one too many arms or like six ears instead of two and all that and um I I took my niece to it we were the only people in the theater oh wow and um which was fun because she got to like ask me questions and be like why did that guy say this but um it was so creative the music was so good the animation was impeccable Nobody saw it, but it came out during Avengers. So, oh, well, I mean, what are you going to do? How can yeah. you compete with that? Because yep. even that same age group that you would have taken those kids to was still going to Avengers because it was such a huge age range. That
0: must be a heartbreaker for a studio to go, Absolutely. oh, crap, they're releasing Absolutely. that movie when yeah. ours comes out.
2: Yeah.
1: How, yeah. I'm just kind of curious as far as your thoughts on you know the way the businesses these days. Like the Irishman was released the first weekend yes, in theaters, yeah. and then the next week he'd go on Netflix yeah. to watch it. Yeah, what does the what does the theater industry think of that?
2: Um, they're not too fond of it. Um, we also have um, we're part of the National Organization of Theaters. I don't remember what the N O A or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember what the I don't remember what the acronym is, but I think you're right. But um, there is stuff that Amazon and I mean Amazon and Netflix are, are kind of in there. Netflix especially is the the big culprit. Um, they bought the um, the the Egyptian theater down in um, L.A. and refurbished it and fixed it all up, and then they'll show it in exclusive showings in there, and then be like, "Well, we released it in a theater, so now it's eligible for an mm-hmm. Oscar." So for us, that's hard because um, a lot of that has strange effects that you wouldn't think about. Um, Movies are getting longer now um, as a whole, and it'll probably continue for the next, like, five years at least. And speaking as a couple of guys in their
0: 60s, uh, you're killing us. (laughs) (laughs) You're just killing us. I'm looking for the pause button. i got to get up and go.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you're fine, you're fine.
1: No, no, no. What he's saying is movies are so long that we have to fight not to get up to go to the bathroom. No, that's
2: it. And honestly, we're getting to that point where, like, I – I, I wish there had been an intermission right. for I Avengers. They used to do that.
1: There used so to be. Yeah. And honestly, when I saw Mary Poppins. That was Sound yeah. of
0: Music. Had one. Absolutely. Yeah. And,
2: and when we play those in flashbacks, we do still do that. We pause oh. the movie for 12 minutes. You go do your thing. That's awesome. Why so God on. invented yeah. a snack bar. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it's good for us, for business. Because yeah. you know, we don't make anything on the box office, hardly anything. Right. So like, popcorn is literally what keeps the doors open. So we want wow. you to have time to go do that. And um, But yeah, I think that... Because they're trying to compete with, um, with Amazon and Netflix and Hulu and things like that, um, you know, you can go and binge a show now that's ten hours, right? And you get like you feel like you get this giant, huge story with all these details, and so they're trying to compete with that. So the movies are getting longer, and you you aren't limited by reels anymore. You aren't limited by physical reels in a right. in a photo in a in a um, projection Projector. booth. Yeah. And um, so, like back then, you were limited to kind of like. An hour and a half. Two hours, you're going to be on a third reel. You're going to be on a second VHS in the box set. <laughs> you know, so it was a physical limitation. But now that you're getting onto DVDs, you're getting onto streaming, um, there are no limitations anymore. They set their own time limits, whether it serves the story or not. Like, in my opinion, there's been a few that I've watched over the last year that... Um, you know, They could have been served by editing about 20 minutes out of it, and it would have been a lot tighter and more concise story.
0: Do you get the movies? Do you get something? I mean, not a disc or a file or something, or do you stream it down from a mothership?
2: Both, both. Really? Um, and I would say it's about half and half. Um, half is a download um, with digital keys, that so we can't even open the film until we get those um, electronic keys, wow. like security-wise, to get into it. And um, and then the other is physical hard drives that get delivered, and um, and we'll get those and they take hours to load. I mean, both in both formats because they're just such a huge amount of data. Um, and yeah, it's it's really interesting the way that the theaters have changed over the years. And we still have like our physical projectors up there that can run real to real. We still have all the equipment that can run real to real. Except that I don't have anybody that's trained to do it anymore. <laughs> oh, that's funny! Look, there's so, film I mean, coming
0: out of the window.
2: McRae is really amazing. They're a they're a film company um, out of Seattle that does um, like digital and and physical film, and um, so like when we do have specialty specialty stuff like that, we do um, you know we, we get with them and they help uh, help us figure it out.
1: It's kind of like vinyl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, same deal. Yeah. It's like the old school.
2: And um, we have. A bunch of cool stuff that's in the lobby actually if you head over to um, the theater in the cafe we have like some old reel-to-reel um films that are just sitting in there like that you can look at and um we did a cool display with the Monroe Historical Society last year um where they had an old um an old little reel-to-reel projector from one of the old Monroe theaters from back in the day I think it was from like the 40s or or 30s I can't remember Mm -hmm. and um and, you know, they set up a cool little display for us and had one of the old chairs from the um, from one of the old movie theaters as well. It's pretty cool.
1: And this, you know, the the galaxy now is like, you know, the way theaters are going these days. It's uh, they have the uh, the comfortable. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, I the love the those they're not reclining. They're That's like the rocker chairs. And, and it's reserved yeah, and all that seating kind of and all that. Yeah. And that, honestly, like the that. whole
2: industry is moving that direction. We yeah. only right now. Uh, legally the, the beer and wine theaters that I have right now, um, and they'll say beer and wine, like if you're looking at the movie times on the website. Um, those are the ones that have the reserve seating, and I, I legally have to have that because I'm letting beer and wine in there. But um, yeah, once we, um, in the next year or two, start doing refurbishment on our older auditoriums, the whole industry is probably going to move to reserve seating. Because wow. it makes it a lot easier for oh. for guests because then you you get to just like pick where you like to sit, and you know you don't need to get to the movie theater an hour ahead of time. To go and like get the that. spot that you I like. I miss
1: um I miss standing in the lobby for a half an hour waiting for them to clean the theater when I go me. in. <laughs> Not me at all. Yeah. What percentage? Because my of- because my soda I'm sneaking in falls out of my cup yeah, yeah.
0: and rolls down, <laughs> the, rolls down uh, the, the aisle. Yeah. Um, what percentage of people buy their tickets from like Fandango versus buy them at your box office?
2: Um, I would say during um big event ones um like Avengers, I would I would say like um. More than half um, were buying it online because they wanted to get, like, a specific showtime or that kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. But, um, I mean, in Monroe, we skew a little bit on either end of the age spectrum. So we have older folks and we have, like, young families. And so I think a lot of ours is from the box office. Other Galaxy locations are a little bit different. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, there's a couple that are in... um, like Southern California, that are kind of near strip malls and stuff like that. And theirs tend to be a lot more online sales than ours do. Okay. Um, but um, we actually don't use Fandango.
0: <laughs> you don't? <laughs> no,
2: we have our own our own website and our own app because you have to pay Fandango. <laughs> I know.
0: I know you do. So, yeah. So.
2: And um, so – Yeah, that helps us because we have, um, you know, we kind of have control over the platform. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, That's smart. Yeah. And and it lets me do cool stuff. Like um, we're going to be doing an event for um, the Trolls movie coming out in April? April. Sure. And um, so I get, because I have access to my own site, um, like I can make a special event and I can post those tickets and... You know, put a cool little picture that we that our marketing department makes, and yeah. um, and we can do special events like that. Like with Fandango, they're almost they're like a hosting site. Right. So yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, they had a uh, Frozen Two event. Oh, it was so much fun. Where they sold tickets to it, they cordoned off an area, so it was all VIP. Yeah. And kids had like little lanyards they wore, and um, Elsa and uh, I'm not familiar with the characters, but you know they had the the characters there. That was you know, hang out with the kids and stuff oh. like that. And they sang yeah. to them like right oh, before the movie started.
2: Cool. And I was up in the um I was up in the projection booth um so that I could like pause the the, the trailers so that they had a second to like say hello to all the kids. Oh. And they just started singing. All these kids were standing up, all these parents were singing with them. How like special. this whole auditorium, like two hundred plus people all singing these songs together, like you know, that's what we love. Like that's, that's cool. what we really like to be able to. So they do, do a lot to, of like, that. Create kind those stuff. memories for people. Yeah. All right.
1: So you didn't tell me. I'm just gonna jump in right. Yeah. Here for no. Do. a Second. What is your favorite movie of all time? <laughs> oh oh wow. Of all time, I have one. You have one? I'd have to think about it. I'm gonna tell you mine before you, as you think. Mine is Godfather Two. It's the greatest film ever made. <laughs> okay. It's better than the Godfather One. Uh, it's just it's amazing and beautiful I've seen it like a million times it's my favorite of all okay. time Are you, have you, kinda, you got one you gotta brush <laughs> I'm still me thinking, off I'm still thinking you gotta dust me off like it's no big deal but I'm very also Groundhog's Day one of my favorite yeah, movies oh today. gosh I love yeah.
2: Groundhog's yeah. Day it never gets old no, it never it doesn't. gets old did you, see, did you see the Super Bowl commercial I did yeah oh, it was so awesome good. it was fantastic yeah. so good
1: yep <sighs> I think about that movie every time I hear I Got You Babe by oh, uh, yeah. Sonny and Cher you have
2: to
0: you know, it's so funny because you think of, you know, we've been around for a long time. We've seen a lot of movies. A lot of movies. And then it's like, well, which one is the one that means the most to you, but it's based on this or that or this? I mean, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Oh, yeah. I, they just, I think they're so well done. A lot of tongue in cheek. A lot of the music from my <laughs> growing up in high school. it's yeah. all them That's their soundtrack to the stuff we play on KRKO. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I go to a movie if i'm going to go sit in the theater and watch one movie for the rest of my life, it'd probably be blazing saddles <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> so and I've seen that over twenty thirty times yeah so, yeah no, that-
2: I was actually just reading about that um, with um Robin, they, were, they were doing like a retrospective of Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, they were talking about, you know, like different Mel Blanc movies and. Um, or Mel Brooks. Mel, Mel Brooks. Brooks. Oh, I was watching Looney Tunes. Yeah. The the other day. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: we were just talking about that. Oh,
2: that's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were. We were, we were talking <laughs> about a whole circle. Oh, wow. gosh. Everything. But um, yeah, they were talking about a bunch of his movies and like looking back on uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights and stuff and um, like how it was um, like. Every single one of his movies, when they came out, everybody says every single one is a flop. <laughs> right. But then, like, they're such a, they're so different from anything else that, like, it, they endear themselves to people, and then they're really special. And then it's like, who cares if it was? Commercially Do you remember successful? Um, you
1: did, one of my favorite Mel Brooks movies was The History of the World Part One? Did you ever oh see yeah. I, I
0: didn't make it all the way through that, but I, I you know, eh. it's
1: it's insane, yeah. but it, it's so fantastic. He
0: came out with Twelve Chairs, and that did okay. It was the producers oh, and yeah. then they got acknowledgement from the industry, but not so much in selling. And then later it was this, you know, we love you, Mel Brooks thing. Let's go g- dig out that producers one. Yeah. And made it a Broadway musical. Right. And yeah. yeah. No, it's.
2: And they they did like a TV version as well, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, I know they did a new movie version. Yeah, so right. yeah they, they did read,
2: one. Uh, Matthew Broderick and yeah. Nathan Lane or whatever. Yeah.
0: So.
1: It's kind of like, um, you know, he was coming out with him every year. It was kind of almost Monty Python type. Uh, those are fantastic oh, movies. Gosh, the Monty, yeah. The, those hold up, too. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Monty. The, oh, yeah. The, oh, the, yeah. So,
2: yeah. so sad. Terry Jones. Yeah. That just yeah. passed away a couple no, weeks ago. Uh, yeah. No, he was great, though. What's the movie
0: you're looking forward to most for the rest of the year? You know what's coming out.
2: I do. Um, I am... Gosh, there's so many. I mean, Bill and Ted is definitely up there. Yeah. Um, Bob's Burgers is supposed to be coming out with a movie. Um, really? Yeah, but I'm not sure about it. Like, it has a date, but they haven't released any artwork yet. They haven't released any promo stuff, so I'm thinking that date might is move. Is Top Gun this summer? Top Gun is, yeah, is, Top okay. Gun's gonna be really fun. Um, I think that's in June. Right. Um,
1: Ghostbusters.
2: Yeah, Ghostbusters. That Ghostbusters. I'm, not looks sure. good. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah. Finn Wolfhard has been in everything lately. I'm tired of his face. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Oh, my
2: gosh. He's in every movie. And, I mean, of yeah. course, we watch the trailers over and over and over again sure. because they're in our lobby right. and in the bar and stuff. And on all of the movies that we post every single week, you know, we go through the trailer package wow. and, like, attach everything to every movie each week. So it's like I just feel like I have not, st- I have not stopped seeing his face for the last, like, three years because he's been in tons of movies. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, um, you know, because we had It last year um he's in a horror movie that's uh just coming up and um and then he's also in ghostbusters so I, like thing 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 but um yeah i'm i'm really excited for the Bob's Burgers one if and when that happens um spongebob is going to be fun like personally i i am not emotionally invested in spongebob but i'm really excited to like see the people that come in for that one because like it's been on. It's been on TV for what twenty years or something yeah. like that now, and so it's like you've got this huge age range of people that like grew up with it, like mm-hmm. started watching it as teenagers, adults who just like have it on in the background, like other people have The Office on in the background, and um, and then you've got like little kids that are getting reintroduced to it now in like this new format that they're doing, and the animation looks really cool. They almost have like a. It almost looks like claymation. Um, wow. And um, so it looks. It looks really creative and. Um, yeah, I think that'll be fun.
1: Before we wrap it up, talk about the anime anime stuff you guys have. going Oh
2: yeah, on. yeah. yeah. Um, so we're doing a Studio Ghibli um, festival this year. Um, we've been we're like two months into it now, and um, it's it's been so much fun. We have a few families that come every single week to every single one of them, and um, and then everybody's got their favorites like on staff. You know, everybody's like, oh, I'm so excited for this one, or I'm so excited for that one, and um, it's just a really cool retrospective because. Um, the Ghibli's been a part of the animation industry for such a long time, and they're so influential on a lot of other artists, um, you know, in Japan and in America. And um, a lot of us grew up with, you know, um, the like Pokemon and yeah. and all this other stuff. And all of those have have influences from Ghibli's animation because they were such a powerhouse, and um, are such a powerhouse. They still have a lot of pull. And, um, and then once Pixar and Disney started, um, helping to distribute their films in theaters, um, as you know, right after they released in Japan, um, then, you know, this whole new audience came to it too. And then you have this whole backlog that you get to go and look at. And so a lot of people have never seen any of these in, in theaters before, because a lot of them came out before Pixar and Disney started helping distribute them in in the U S and, um, so yeah, like I, I took my brothers and sisters to go see um, Howl's Moving Castle in January, and I had never seen it on on a big screen. And just like the detailing and the animation, like a lot of it's like hand watercolor oh, and wow. things like that in it. And um, and then to hear the music, is so different than watching it on a small screen because you know it's surround sound, it's all the fancy stuff. And all the different soundtracks, so like the the you know the foley and sound effects and stuff like that is just so cool to see on a big screen. And so I, th- I think it's really cool that we've been able to do this. Um, and I think a lot of it was to do um, our marketing director that we just got in the last year. Uh, she used to work for Disney, oh. <laughs> so she had a little she had a little pull. And um, and we had a ton of people that were really asking us for a lot more um, animation based stuff because there's a market for it. And oh, yeah. and Everett and Monroe especially. And, um, and then we've had people coming from, you know, different cities around us. It's been really cool because we were able to offer that.
0: So people that hear this and then come out to the Galaxy Theaters, mm-hmm. and when they ask for Jamie, you'll come out and say hi?
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. <laughs> just want to make sure.
1: And and, and I just want to make sure with all the Amazon Prime and the Netflix, people are still going to movies. Absolutely. Um, still- um, the oh, movie has sure. yeah.
2: actually been um, going up in numbers in the last couple of years. I'm mm-hmm. sure Avengers did help some of that. Yeah. But, um, Yeah, I mean, there's really, we all have that memory of like the first time we went to the movie theater. It's still something unique, it's still something different. And you know, it gets you out of your house. and I don't care if you come in your pajamas. That's on you. Like, if you want to bring a blanket I do. and, I do. and yeah, your slippers, I do. that's on you. You don't want s- to
1: see more. <laughs> right. I want to know I want to know who the hell's buying nachos at a movie theater, for God's sake. Yeah. They just have so much different. Oh, my gosh. Items.
2: Yeah. Actually, our pizzas are really good. I Pizza. really like the pizzas. Huh.
1: Okay. Lunchtime. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jamie, you're, you. you're so awesome. It was so good. Oh, well, thank you. It was so perfect. Thanks oh, for coming in. Yeah. Could
2: I let you know one more thing? Sure. We're doing Employee Appreciation Day on March 6th. It's going to be really fun. What does that involve? Yeah. Um, We're going to have, like, a little all about me sheet for all the different employees. It's going to be on the wall in the lobby, and um, we're going to do some, like, thank yous and stuff like that for our team. So it'll be fun. Cool. Yeah.
1: All right. Good. All right.
0: You've just listened to Maury and Tim escape from the radio with Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter, a WackyWeek.com production. No insects were injured in the making of this program. Well, maybe one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us. If you didn't, please send it to someone that annoys you.